Hey guys, I'm Jackie Brubaker, host and author of That Girl, the Podcast, where each week we talk about the coming of age at any age. That Girl, the Podcast is based on That Girl, the Novel, which is on Amazon to download, listen to, or buy the paperback of. You can also follow us on Instagram at That Girl, the Podcast, and our Patreon page. Okay, ladies. Hi. Hello. Hello. Yay, we're Hello. here. Yay for round two. Chapter round eight. two. <laughs> yep, chapter nine. Wait, chapter nine, nine round nine. two. Yeah. Chapter nine, round two. Um, we're drinking. It's fine. <laughs> um, I have Allison and Alyssa with me. I will have their handles at the end. You should go at them, follow them. They are very interesting people. They have lots of cool things. Allison is an amazing gardener. Like, seriously, like, knows her shit. And then Alyssa is an actress and a new mommy. And Allison's actually fostering too. So she's technically a new mommy as well. So, yes. and I'm just a kitten mom still. <laughs> anyway, we are going to talk about chapter nine, something new, something old, something, wait, something old, something new, something borrowed, someone blew. That was so fun. I love the end of this chapter. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's hop to it. Were you a hot mess on your wedding day? I was at total peace. Like my wedding day is honestly one of my most peaceful days of my life. Like I love that day so much. I felt like, I don't know. I, I was just calm and listened to Frank Sinatra the whole, the whole day getting ready. And, um, it just felt like it was like, there was nothing to be nervous about. I just felt like it was the best decision I ever made. And, um, like, I just, I couldn't wait to get married to Mike. I just was so, I was excited. I wasn't nervous. I was just really excited. Right. Allison, how are you? You looked really relaxed. You looked beautiful. You, you really did. Thank you. You did. You were like floating. Like someone gave you a Xanax and you were just like, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> you really were. I was like, God. Well, you did make really good cocktails at that at the venue. So I mean <laughs> that did help. Yeah, they did. They did. Your wedding was really beautiful. Good. It was super fun. Yeah. And the view um, is Oh, it was fine. Like I was super relaxed like that morning. Like I remember I was like going in and the lady was like, so you were getting doing your hairstyle to get ready for your wedding and a little bit. I was like, no, I'm getting married today. And she's like, really? Because I was just like, <laughs> just here and I'm going to get makeup, you know, my friends do my makeup later. And she's like, okay. And she had never seen me before. Like, so kinda, I'm not really a stressor, but I will say though, like there was like, I would be so chill. And then all of a sudden, like somebody would do something about like, <gasps> I was like, what just happened? And it was like, I remember we had um, the ring bearer. He decided that he was going to run down the aisle and then essentially throw the pillow where all the candles were. Oh my God. Did, did he really do like, that? Yeah. <laughs> like that, from what I was told, what people told me, that, like, cause they're like, cause I all of a sudden heard this. <gasps> and I was like, what? They're like, I'm just not going to the candles, but it's okay. And I was like, and so it was like little things like that, but for the most part, like it was just those little things where you're, you know, like things were heightened where you're like, oh my gosh, like that almost happened, but oh, we're cool. Okay, I'm going to go back to chill mode. We're not going to freak out. This is good. This is a calm day, but it was. Your wedding almost went viral. 
Well, I, I can testify like Allison really was the chillest bride I've ever met. Like it made me look like I was crazy. Like she was so chill. She was, she was like the next level of chill. She was like, oh, it's wow. Okay. Well, it was really bad. Like 15 minutes before I was going to walk down the aisle, I was like, shoot, I forgot to write my vows. I was like, oh, God. What? Did somebody have a pen or paper handy? Oh, no. <laughs> so, and actually, oh I'm going to say, I thought they were pretty darn good. Like, I was like, yeah, I did that. Thank wow. You. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Yeah, I was like, it's fine. And then we, I was like, I can write stuff. We're good. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> like, we're fine. But I mean, it was, I feel like it was pretty chill, but it was, um, yeah. I definitely have seen it where the people have been more crazy. And I can see how if things start cascading, like the candles have fallen over and burned the building down. Yeah, I think I would not have been building. So my family made it very chill for me. And so did my friends. So I think that helped that I had a lot of people that were keeping it chill. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Have you ever been to a wedding or met a bride who was not chill and who was a hot mess? Mm. Oh, yeah. Do tell. Do tell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tell the horrible uh, story. Tell the story. It was a very long time ago. I have to say, I have a proud record of catching 10 bouquets prior to wow. getting married. 10. I've got a really good vertical jump and very long arms. <laughs> good extension. And I just really kind of block off the area, you know? Uh, oh, my God. But, um, <laughs> Yes, uh, there there was a wedding that I that I went to, and um, it was just. I mean, looking back, it was probably really sad and awful for them, knowing like like their cake got ruined, like their like their cake got oh. lost or something like that. And you're like, oh my gosh! Like, and they're like scrambling to get some kind of like replacement cake, and it was just like things just kept going wrong. Um, I mean. That's that's really the only wedding I've been to where, it, well, I will say I went to another wedding where it got extremely out of hand because of alcohol, like, Ugh. like, like Jersey Shore level of, <laughs> of alcohol. Oh my and, gosh. and like, you're like, wow, oh my gosh, like tables were they, they breaking because people were dancing on them. And it was, I won't go into all of it, but like elevators were ruined and like a hot, hot mess. This is like 15 uh, years ago. So, I mean, I don't know if you could really get away with that now, but um, with I mean, and everything that you have to put down, but true, I happened true. to one serious hot mess wedding. Yes. Wow. Well, I have dealt with a lot of brides in my time. Um, when I was a makeup artist and I did, I actually owned an agency where all I did was hire hair and makeup artists out to weddings. And so I've worked in quite a few brides. And um, one thing I know for sure, like Oprah would say, is that when you are dealing with the bridal party the day of, you want to make sure that the mother of the bride gets her hair and makeup done first because it calms her down and it helps the actual bride to sort it, it just kind of aligns everything so that like the mother of the bride is like okay like I'm ready to take care of anything else that needs to be taken care of 
and it gives the bride a chance to like relax a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a, it's like a key thing. So when I like walked in and saw like your mom is like already ready to go, I was like smart makeup artists. They knew (laughs) what to do, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I've seen some real crazy brides, um, where they're just messy and like, you know, like in the wedding scene when like she's getting ready, like all of her stuff is everywhere. She's looking for her spanks and they're like trying to find stuff. And it's just, you're just kind of a hot mess and you're like really clear headed and you're also not. And like, it's just all chaotic and like wonderful and like exciting at the same time. Um, I actually went to a wedding a long time ago and I was the hot mess at the wedding. (laughs) 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 I was the hot mess, not at the wedding so much as after the wedding. And um, (laughs) me and my best friend and a very hot British dancer, musical theater man, and I um, all had a really good time that night. And we ended up flooding the bathroom suite what? and um yeah we flooded the bathroom it was a huge it was like the size of a room um we flooded it like because we purpose? were staying no I mean <laughs> no never on purpose <laughs> like, there's never like let's flood it we like there was a huge jacuzzi tub we like filled that up there was like water everywhere towels everywhere and then we proceeded to streak down to the pool and it was on the most beautiful we were in the south in south carolina we were on this beautiful old mansion estate i don't even think it was a plantation to be quite honest i think it was just a mansion and we were in a smaller house which somebody could have absolutely lived in it had all it was a full house but that was the bridal suite and we stayed over the night of the wedding and just like trashed the whole thing. And then at like 6 a.m. or maybe it was 7, but it felt like 4 a.m. Someone's knocking on the door and I'm just like, who is that? And we all like wake up and this wasn't like a threesome thing, by the way. That sounds awful the way I'm setting this up. <laughs> it was like, all of us were just like nearby. And I was like, what's going on? I like look out the, the blind. And I see the bride and her husband and her family and they've come to, I don't know what, but we're supposed to go to brunch apparently. And they walk in and they see everything. Oh my gosh. Oh no. Oh my gosh. Like we thought we'd be able to clean up before anyone showed up. So they're like, no, you have to go to brunch. Like get your clothes on. You have to go to brunch. And I was like, okay. I mean, I'm disgusting. I'm disgusting, disgusting. We go to brunch. His family, I guess his groomsmen or whoever, clean up the entire bridal suite. And we went back, packed, and left with our tail between our legs. Like, And I never spoke to her again. She never spoke to me. Yeah, she never spoke to me again. It was mortified. I was like, I'm so sorry. I was going to clean it up. I'm sorry. So How old are you? Like 25. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> yeah, at least I was like 25 and an idiot, but I was like, I was, it's so not like me. You know, I'm like, not that girl. But it was just bad timing. So, 
I was that girl. You have to keep your brain was really developed. It's fine. You know, if you were still developing. It didn't fully develop till I was like 28, truthfully. Maybe 30, (laughs) somewhere around there. (laughs) Anyway, oh God, it was crazy. Okay, um, moving forward. Ezra talks about being on stage at the Staples Center or wherever he's at and, or he's not, but he's like at a huge stage playing to a bunch of people. And Jennifer says in this big speech to that girl, you have to be the star of your relationship. Have you, do you think that's true? Or what do you, what do you feel about that statement? Do you feel like as a woman, you have to be the star or do you think that's not true or that's antiquated? You know? I, I think that it, 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 it goes up and down, right? Like there, I think that there are times in each relationship and, and, or marriage where um, maybe one person is, is doing, you know, working on something really great or really big in their career. And then um, the other person is like cheering them on. And then it just kind of switches sometimes. And, and you're the person that's, you know, shooting for the stars and they're like, keep going, keep going. Like, um, I feel like that's been off and on with Mike, like it kind of goes up and down. So I don't really think that, you know, one person is necessarily the star, but I think it kind of goes back and forth and it gives a great opportunity to support each other in what you're doing. And, um, it, it doesn't have to be hundred percent one way or the other. Um, cause sometimes it's your time and sometimes it's not, I mean, like, yeah. Right now I'm, I'm in the, you know, like the trenches, so to speak of <laughs> like sleep training, a seven month old baby. And, um, you know, it's just like my, my day and my world is, is focused on, on her right now. And so it's, um, you know, like I'm cheering Mike on in his, in his career right now and, um, right. that next level and things like that. But then he's also cheering me on as a new mom. It's, it's right. a really, really hard job. Like I, I have so much respect yeah. for mom now. I, I thought I did before, but this is taking it to a new level. So I think it goes back. Right. That's why when I, I have a baby, I'm just going to move in with you. Perfect. I can, I can help you. I can <laughs> tell you what to do. Right. Yes. Community baby. Just community yes. baby. That's great. Dallas is only three hours away. Right. I, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm completely I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree with Alyssa. Like one person cannot be the star the entire time. That's that's unhealthy. You know, it's just um, you kind of have you. You're your own individual. You have your own dreams. That person is their individual with their own dreams. And really, for your relationship to be healthy, for is both of you guys need to be happy. And if one person's only getting to do what they want to do the entire time, the other person's not happy. And it's just a really unhealthy relationship. You know, I feel like you were family like you know I remember like our counselor um always was like you know you are team burger like you guys together are doing this and you know team it's such burger. a mentality instead of being like team burger yeah we are um I was like instead of like Allison wants to do this and Thomas do this like what are you doing together to help your family to grow and for you to be healthy and to make sure that you're moving towards the direction you want to move towards and I just really like that concept of just realizing like you're a team and at some points that teammate might need more special time to where they can pursue what they need and to really excel. And if they excel, then team burger excels, you know? So it was just, it was such a good, you know, way to look at it and just not 
kind of really like it's not them being more selfish or you being less selfish. It's you just kind of working as a team for the what's best for your family. But I know that's hard in a dating relationship because you're not really a team yet. <laughs> so, but right, no, I I completely agree with you guys, Tara. And I think it's it, it just is like one person's up, one person's up. It's just it it goes back and forth, and it's about a team effort. Um, I think when I wrote that, I was talking more about how ah, it's like the old adage, like make sure he loves you more than you love him. Um, because it's like, and maybe this is just in LA, like who knows? Um, but LA men out here are very different. <laughs> I can, I can attest to that. I, yes, I can, I yes. were neighbors, so I can, I'm in Dallas now, but I can, yeah, I can say that's 100% true. It's very different here. And it's, I think because everyone wants to be a star in LA that you get into a relationship with someone or you even just start dating someone. And it's like, well, who's going to be the bigger star? And there's a lot of competition and there's a lot of, you know, in Jennifer's case, she always dated like maybe older, richer men and like just use her as like arm candy and she's like, I don't want to be just somebody's arm candy. I want to shine. I want to be seen for who I am. So she's finally getting that with her new husband. But I think this is the first time she's actually felt important. And when she says, I want to be the star, I think she's starting to figure that out. And I think throughout her relationship, and she does have trials with it throughout the book, um, she's starting to realize like, oh, this isn't just all about me. This is about us too. Mm -hmm. And like, we need to like work together. But I think that in LA, it's like, as a woman, it's so, it's so nice when you actually feel like someone is giving you the attention and showing up and just treating you well as they should, that it seems like such a a rarity out here. (laughs) Finally being valued for who she is. And being exactly. seen for Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I and especially exactly. if you're always just seen for your beauty, like she's finally being seen for who she is instead of like he likes her because she's her. Like exactly. Right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And also, mm-hmm. yeah, and also her new husband isn't intimidated that, you know, maybe she makes more than him, which is also a big issue out here. You know, if you are more successful than your partner, that's not always easy to deal with. Um out here especially you know either they love you and they're like great I'll stay home and do nothing or they're really intimidated and they'll break up with you <laughs> so I'll yeah it's pretty happy. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wait what did you say you both said at the same time I'll sorry like, I'll stay home and do nothing I'm not intimidated <laughs> <laughs> I know sometimes I'm like gosh can't I just be independently wealthy that'd be so great I feel so busy right now. I'm like, can someone just pay me for this? Uh, Sylvia is Jennifer's great aunt. And she starts talking to that girl in the audience at the wedding. And she's giving her all of this advice. Um, do you think that some of her advice, the whole like, you know, love is really just like a glance between like, hello and goodbye. Do you think that that's a premonition for her? Do you think that's setting anything up? Did you gain any advice or wisdom from that? First of all, I love the name Sylvia. I feel like it's such an old name and I I really love it. And it's probably going to be trending in the next year or two because all the old names are coming back in style anyway. So, Um, but I actually, 
I, I, it made me think, I'm not kidding you. Like when she was talking about it, she's like, I've, I've been married three times and I've, you know, had different loves in my life, uh, for different periods of, of my, um, journey through life and all of that. Um, I, it made me think like, okay, so, you know, some people, they, they think, you know, I, I transitioned through life with, with different, um, with different people or, uh, you transition through life and all the storms that you weather with the same person. And then you're that much stronger at the end. Like, um, I just, I can't imagine, um, you know, like Mike and I, we've been through a really hard year. I, I had neck surgery three weeks ago, uh, three weeks, three months ago. And Mike had back surgery, uh, not a even week. two weeks ago. Yeah. Like a week, <laughs> a week ago. Like and, a week. Um, so I think about that and I'm like, man, these are like, that's tough. You know, it's a, it's a lot for having a, a really small baby as well, like a newborn. And, um, so I just think about like what we're building throughout all this. Like I know him and he knows me through and through, and I can't imagine trying to explain that or establish that with somebody else. Yeah. Over again, you know, like that just sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> like I can't imagine, um, yeah, doing it all over again. And and I know a lot of people have, and they're they're happier the second time around. And so maybe there's I don't know. Maybe her words are are speaking to that girl. Um, you know, for for what's coming. I think that there's definitely a, a premonition there of, of different loves for different seasons of life. And, and maybe it's not necessarily relating to marriage too. Maybe it's with dating because I think about like the, you know, like we all have different people that we've dated through different seasons of life. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I learned so much from that relationship to, to propel me on to where I am today and to grow me and things like that. So I actually really love Sylvia. She's one of my favorite characters in the whole book. And I was like, can I name, if I have another daughter, can I name her Sylvia? Is that weird? I don't know. Yes, you should name her Sylvia. Sylvia, is that weird? It's coming back. I love that. I think it's got to be coming back. They're all coming back. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Right? Allison, Um, I'm going to take a keto break, but Allison, go. Allison. Um, it was one of those, like, I, I don't know if it was more just because I kind of was wondering if she saw that what Ryan was, was something a little bit more real. Maybe that's me just reading into it, but um, it was kind of like, maybe it was also just kind of a premonition of, hey, this thing you, like, give me just insight to her that this thing you have with Ezra is just kind of like fleeting. You know, it's not really real, but there's going to be something real, more real down the line. So, yeah, yeah. So it could Good definitely job, be. Allison. <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, it's funny. So when I wrote the original version of that girl, Sylvia was in it. She was that big of a character. I mean, she wasn't that big of a character. She made the cut. <laughs> she did. She made the cut. And I just thought, oh my God, she's so interesting. And I feel like it came to me so quickly with her character. Um, and in the original version, she actually <laughs> she actually passes away the day after the wedding. And, um, yeah, she just was there to like give this, you know, advice and this wisdom. And then she was gone and that was supposed to be very metaphoric and the whole thing. 
that I didn't feel like I needed to do that <laughs> this time. Um, but yeah, I really, I'm glad you guys liked her because I, I, in the movie version, I see her as someone very cool, like a very cool old actress that you would just be like, thank you for that cool advice. So, in fact, actually the line, um, the quote that she gives is a quote that my grandmother has always said to me. Oh the whole like, you know, love, yeah, love is like from here, hello and goodbye. So it's like, I'll always have a little bit of my grandmother in there. Um, I'll always have a little bit of my mom in Sylvia too. She's, she's in there too. <laughs> but, That's really sweet. You got your grandma. You quote from your grandma. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for not being Game of Thrones and killing off, you know, our favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know this is our favorite character. Game of Thrones. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So at the wedding, she gets her first big break with her song getting cut, which is a huge deal. When did you have a moment in your life when you had your first big accomplishment? How did that change you? Ooh, that's a really good question. um I feel like the first time I felt like an adult (laughs) was after I graduated from OU and I landed a job with Chase and um had to go through all my um investment training and things like that I just felt really proud of myself. Like it was, um, I don't know. I, I studied really hard. I passed all the exams and, and all that, but, um, yeah, that was, that was like my, like my big girl moment. Right. Aww, do you feel like it changed you at all? Did you, yeah, you I, I feel think different? that was, it was kind of like the transition from, um, you know, college graduate to like real world, real life, uh, yeah. applying things, being on my own. Um, it, gives, it gives you confidence. It definitely gives you confidence. You feel like yeah. I accomplished something, uh, something, something good. So yeah, I, I feel like it, it's definitely a booster to your, uh, to your, you feel like at least you have some some grip of, on your life, right? I have a job. Great. I have a job, yay! <laughs> what about you, Allison? Um, I think, man, I mean, there's just been a lot of times when it's just like, oh my gosh, it happened. But yeah, I mean, I definitely will say like, I always wanted to do ultrasounds. Like ultrasounds is just something that has always intrigued me. And I kept not getting into the schools. And then finally, like I got into the school and I graduated and I did really good in school. And then like, I got a job and they wanted me they even like paid for like me to like transfer to like their city. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, I'm wanted. That's it just fair. gave me this boost of like confidence that like somebody, like something that like had been denied to me for so long. Like there was like for two years, like I was denied to go to ultrasound school. And so, and to just be denied, but then to like, succeed in it and do well and then just have someone that wanted you at their place to where they actually pursued me it was just like it was just that whole like okay like I am okay like this is what I'm supposed to do and it was just that really just big boost and encouragement of like I was going the right direction you Mm -hmm. know yeah Yeah. so just really just really awesome and then um 
there's just, you know, things along the line where you just like kind of realize that you are more than you realize you are because when you push yourself to the limit and then it works out because <laughs> it does always work out but when it works out yeah. you're like this is what I can do like and it's it's so cool when you realize like your capabilities and that you're not cornered in like yeah people might deny you or people might turn you down here and here but when it does work out and you see that someone does see <clears throat> who you are and your potential it's just awesome so it just gives yeah. you the boost that you need and just confirms what you already know about yourself oh I like that that's good that's such a great way of putting it it is the boost you already knew about yourself that's a good line yeah (laughs) 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 yeah it is it's so true it's I think um you know we're always like with school we like fight so hard to get the good grades and like you know we do so much to try to get to a certain place in our lives and then you know if if you don't get the validation or you don't get the job or the recognition, it feels like, did it even happen? Like, did I even, was all of this worth it? So yeah, definitely. In that scene, she's finally getting validated as not only are you a good songwriter, not only are you, you know, working hard at this, but like you've been validated with a song that's being cut. Mm. Interestingly. um, So I haven't song written in such a long time now, like years, because I didn't need to. And it's so funny how the universe works. Um, But an artist that I wrote, um, I like helped kind of rewrite some of his songs, Um, just like reached out to me last week and was like, really? You know, yeah. He was like, hey, um, it's been forever, but I just, you know, you wrote some really amazing songs for me. (laughs) Good could you maybe look at some of these songs and like help me out? And I was like, wow, this is such a weird feeling to be like, yeah, okay. So um, I was listening to some of them last night and then (laughs) that's awful. But I was like, Oh, that was really good. I like this one. And then I heard the chorus and I was like, wait, that's my song. (laughs) 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 I was like, of course I like it. I wrote it. (laughs) I was like, that's so catchy. But it was so funny to like all these years, like have, I haven't heard that song. And the title of the song is something that I, I was always like, that's a good title. And it was called, um, don't fail me. Like don't Mm -hmm. fail me now. I like that. So, yeah, it was about like, you know, I'm going to give you my heart. Please don't fail me again. And it, yeah, and then I heard it. I was like, that was a good song. <laughs> anyway, so it was super cool to be validated again as a songwriter after not doing it for, gosh, so many years. Um, since we are talking about validation and, and semi-songwriter. But, um, yeah, just a little fun, quick note. But, yeah. That's amazing. Cool. And you remembered you. They're like. Jackie was awesome. Let's get Jackie. Right? I know. I was like, okay, all right. Maybe I've still got it. Maybe I've still got it. <laughs> Jackie, um, you are the definition of a Renaissance woman. I just have to put that out there. Like this, this woman literally does everything. Like she's had a career in hair and makeup. She's a producer. She also has a, a show she does, Reluctant Housewife. She wrote a book. She writes music. Like, is there anything you don't do at this point? You speak six yeah. languages that I'm not aware of, or you know, <laughs> well, I mean, you're, you're you're for a friend. 
She ballroom dances. So there was oh, like ballroom dances, dances apparently. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not not good enough, apparently. Not good enough. <laughs> no. Um yeah, I, I've already decided that if I ever wrote like an actual memoir one day, if I was ever so lucky to <laughs> anyone want to read it, it would be called, are you ready? I have the title. It would be called A Jackie of All Trades, A Master of Sex. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to eat a Cheeto to that. That is really good. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That is perfect. That is so you. Yes. That's perfect. It is perfect. And it's also funny, which makes me really happy. Because, <laughs> like, who could actually have a memoir written about themselves or write one of themselves and not be comedic about it? Because, like, come on. Come yeah, on now. Right. <laughs> Let's be real. Okay. Right. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for coming on and talking about Chapter yeah. 9. Yes. And also just hanging out because I feel like we just had our, our oh, hang. All right, well, you know. Sure. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. if we ever drink, have our time together, we're good. <laughs> right, I know. All right, well, we'll definitely do this again soon. And thank you again, you guys. Have a good rest of your day. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Remember, sharing is caring. Make sure to rate the podcast and leave a review. We really rely on this to help get the podcast out there. Also, make sure to watch the video version on YouTube and follow us on Instagram at That Girl the Podcast.